Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know what it is. It's Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, right here on Steelers Nation Radio, taking you to the place that we always like to go, this place called the Steelers Blitz, for the next 90 minutes. Yeah, no, so you know it's going to be a lot of fun today, man, because we have to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then we're going to hit the phone line and be joined by a former Pittsburgh Steeler. Okay. And then after that, we're going to hear from the congregation of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. It sounds like a good plan to me. You know? But to give the people the full rundown, because I, guess I just love when I get to come in here and just talk on the microphone, Wes. It is Motos Wednesday. You know? Wifey tells me at times I talk too much, and I tell her, hey, babe, I get paid for this, so chill out. Okay? We might have that in common. So chill out. All right? So let me come in here and just get the rambling and rattling off. But for the listeners out there, we're going to be talking about what is the strongest position group for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because we do know now that the draft is over, some positions have become more fortified, more strengthened. Hmm. Some not so much. We're also going to talk about, you know, this outside linebacker depth and if we need to add a a veteran. Okay. Older gentleman. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you get a little age. I know know exactly what you're saying. All right. We're going to. Someone with a little seasoning is what you're saying. Just a little bit of seasoning. Not too much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Got to hit the homie, you know, TG. Terrence Garvin. Of course. It's Wednesday. Where'd he go to college? Oh. You know, I thought it was almost close to heaven. It's almost heaven, right? Yeah, something like that. He, he went to a university that's almost heaven. I believe it's West Virginia Mountaineers. Go ears. But former Pittsburgh Steelers alum and my locker mate, we will talk to him. But yeah, man, later on today, we will be opening up the phone lines for a new concept, what I like to call Winning Wednesday. I love this. Well, we're going to talk about, you know, each and every caller that calls in. I don't care about the Steelers stuff. Tell me what you did or tell me something that's going on in your life that makes you feel like you are winning today. All right. I like it. It's a beautiful concept, man. Keep the positivity flowing. Now I see what you're doing there. You know, this is how we rolling, baby. But um, my partner in crime, my great hair partner in crime, might I add, Wesley Eula, how we living? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Uh-huh. 
I love a Wednesday as well. Let's get it. I get to wake up and I, you know, I get to basically, my brain gets to rest till noon. This is true. And I don't have to, you know, think about the outline of the show. Mm-hmm. I don't have to reach out to any potential guests. This is true. It's Moat's Host Wednesday. I just chill with my daughter. Let's I get enjoy it. my breakfast. Let's get it. You know, maybe we'll watch a little sports center. Hey. I love a Wednesday. And you know what, Arthur Moats? What's up? I ain't jinxing it anymore. Uh oh. It's a beautiful day out there Let's in Western it. PA. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Well, I am glad to be able to help you out of that avenue on at least one, one day of the week, you know? It's the least mm-hmm. I could do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. least you. I could do. No, and, 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 and I'm glad to see that you recovered as well, man. I know you were down uh, at PPG the down, other night, man. Down in Pan Can. You know, yeah, watching the, watching the Pins get a big, you know, critical game for a victory. Shout out yeah, to you I mean, for that, man. I tell you what, that was a real nail biter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, my voice is still a little... I don't know about shot, but maybe not 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because, listen, when you go to a playoff hockey game in the first place, you got to make some noise. you yeah. got to let the team know you're out there. Talk about it. And when the team scores seven stinking goals, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of times you got to hoot and holler. Yeah. So I did a lot of hoot and hollering on Monday night. You know, my voice wasn't great yesterday. It's better today, but <laughs> Motsi, in a lot of ways, I mean, I ain't young anymore. <laughs> I used to. Said I ain't young anymore. I used to go to these football games. These My hockey man went games. to the game Monday afternoon. It's Wednesday mornings. I'm still recovering, guys. I am not back just yet. Like when I was in college, right? We'd play. This is this is a true story. Like we played LSU on a Saturday night in a college game day game. Yeah. I was screaming and yelling and hooting, and hollering. And the next day, Sunday, I called a WVU hockey game. Holy cow. Like, I was, you know what I mean? My voice, no, was, no, a, I'm with my you. voice yeah. was a little hoarse, but I was fine. I used to do stuff like that in college all mm. the time. I'd go to a Penns game. I'd go to a Steelers game. I'd go to a WVU game. The next day, I'd be working at the radio station, or I'd be calling a hockey game or calling a soccer game or something. I mean, look at me now. Look at I'm, me now. I'm getting paper. Hey. We're, we're like 40 hours out from the game since Monday night, and I, I still got a little, uh, you know, not, I'm not on the injury report, all right, but uh, not you're, exactly are, are a clean question? bill of health. Oh, well, so I didn't know if you listen to this questionable or not, man. No, I'm probably. We'll, we'll, we'll leave a light on for you. How about that? All right, we're going to let your, your participation the other week decide your participation on Sunday. Well, let's just say I'm practicing <laughs> on Thursday, all right? <laughs> but yo, man, shout out to you for that, man. And shout out to the Pins, man. But um, starting this thing off the right way, man, let's, let's talk about you know what we feel is the Pittsburgh Steelers' strongest position group post-draft now. Okay. Um. I know beforehand, various groups were making a case for being strengthened. I know the offensive line, based on the just money spent in the revamp job that was taking place in terms of bringing in James uh, James Daniels and uh, Mason Cole, um, obviously that was huge in terms of just improving that group, re-signing Chooks mm-hmm. um, to the contract that he had. So to a, to a point, you can make a case that, you know what, the O-line, man, they definitely did some things to improve themselves. We talk about the cornerback position. Bringing back a Keller Witherspoon, then finding a way to uh, bring in Levi Wallace as well. For some people, they looked at that and was like, you know what, I really like this group. Then I even thought about the inside linebackers, the big free agent acquisition in Miles Jack. I mean, we've seen various groups now in terms of uh, offensively and defensively, even the quarterback position, bringing in Mitch Trubisky. You know, those positions were, you know, nicely touched on, to say the least. But then after that, we go to the draft, and then we mm-hmm. see, okay, you draft Kenny Pickett from. Where, where, where do you put it? 
that university located in the oh, Oakland district gosh. of Pittsburgh, here Pennsylvania. Here he goes. Here he goes. Hail to Pitt. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he played at Next Pitt. door. Next door is, yes. I think, where he played his college football, right? Here he is. Here he is. All right, all right, all right. But then also, man, you look at the receiver position, man, bringing in George Pickens and Calvin Austin, two guys that we think are really going to help this offense out in a major way. But then you look at the D-line, you know? Um, we talk about um, DeMarvin Leal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third-round pick and and high-pedigree guy, high in the sense of we felt that, you know, he could be one of those stills of the draft. We think that he does have potential to do some really productive things for this team in the short term and the long term, depending on how we can develop him. So with that being the case, it had me wondering, you know, what is the strongest position group for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Hey. You know, Power Grid Mega Watch, y'all, make sure you include yourselves in this conversation as well. At the body 52 The body and At Wesley Euler. The good hair. On Twitter, that's the easiest way to join the conversation until we open up them phone lines later on today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, I definitely want to know what you think is the strongest position group. And, you know, I'll turn it over to you, my great hair partner in crime. So, just one question first. You talking on each side of the ball or point blank, man, period? Man, I'm talking point blank, okay. period, player, player. <sighs> I like how you always got a question too. Why you were you that well, kid? No, I just want to make no, no, sure. No, I, just, I, just, I got a question now for you. So okay. you always got a question for me. Right, were you that kid that every time your teacher gave out an assignment or an instruction, you was like, "Hey, am I supposed to write my name where it says name, and do you want it to be my first and my last name, or just my first name?" Were you that kid? Because I get that vibe every once in a while. They're like, "Yo, my man West always needs a, a, a question." You, my son does it too, and I'm always like, "Great." Where, where where did you get this technique from? Because I'm not that person. Huh? Who who does this? Who asks all these questions? Who, who what's going on here? So so tell me, was that you was? Arthur Modes. On the days that you were attending. On if, the days you were attending. I was gonna say if you saw my if you saw my GPA, <laughs> you wouldn't be asking if I was uh paying attention and engaged in class. In fact, you'd be asking if I went to class at all. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> Did I say something? You silly, bro. <laughs> Mochi, you know, this is a great... When you came in and you laid this topic down, I was excited. Because there's a lot of meat to the bone of this conversation, to use a Mike Tomlinism. Hey, now. Because I, I think legitimately, you you could argue this a lot of different ways. Oh, 100%. You, you really could. could. You, you could talk about the defensive line, mm-hmm. and you could say, hey, as long as Alawalo and Tuart are back, now you have three legitimate starters and all pro guy and cam hayward and some we think you know legitimate depth behind them now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we could talk about the edge rushers and how tj watt carries so much weight there and depo can can we get can we get raining defensively right and for and for the next you know for the next 11 months or whatever at least for the 12 months or longer that he's going to have this rain Mm because hopefully he'll win it again this year he's trent jordan watt remember And, and, and defending raining undisputed you know, give him Undisputed. all that. He needs all that. Undefeated. Never he lost. He needs all that. Uh, and you could talk about how great he is and how Alex Highsmith really seems like he's got the the Robin capabilities there and we're he's excited about what he's going to do this year. Right? I mean, you could argue this a lot of different ways. You talked about the offensive line and how they added there. There might even be some people out there, Arthur Motes, that would want to argue quarterback or wide receiver. Mm. Because hey, now you can legitimately sudden, make a case for both of them without a doubt. You could. You've got you've got a quarterback in Mitch Trubisky that's that's won divisions that's that's been mm-hmm. in the playoff games. You've got Pro Mason Bowler. Mason Rudolph. But a lot of people like to point out, it's got a winning record as a starter, and then Kenny Pickett's the first round draft pick who was just a Heisman finalist a few months ago. Snubbed. I don't know about that. Larry Fitzgerald was snubbed. 
All right, come I mean, on, bro. I might be fit, a hater, bro. Arthur Modes. Come on, man. But I'm, but I'm also honest at the same time. Larry no, Fitzgerald is, was snub. Everyone gets snub. Come on, man. This is how it happens. He got right. snub. Everyone is, everyone is snub. Snub. Um, I, I legitimately think you could argue this a lot of different ways. But the more I thought, you know, when you when you posed it to me in our our little pre-show meeting, when I was thinking about it there while you were so eloquently laying out the conversation, can I, I think I'm going to go secondary. Mm. Now, what is secondary? You, well, you, we're splitting it. We're not saying safety and corners are together. Now, you're not about to pull that card. Then secondary? No. Think what? See, this is what I'm talking about, Wes. Only you would try this. Yeah, let, let me go with let me go with the, the front seven. <laughs> Guys, get the whole front seven. They're like, no, Wes. That is not how this works. I want all the linebackers. No, it's either inside linebackers or it's outside linebackers. You can't take all the linebackers. Can't get one, man. What you secondary? Let, let me let me can I just get the uh the eligible receivers? I'll take all the eligible receivers. Whoever's eligible, including, including Banner. That's a good, that's a good strategy. That's let, a good let me strategy. Go all the eligible receivers. Like, bro, stop this, man. I'll go- stop it. Stop it. <laughs> that's why you awesome, man. Because only you would think to say I'm But the safety second. group just feels too small. It's no, only two uh, uh, dudes. No, no, but then it, I guess the edge rushers is, is only two starters on, as well, man. too. Yeah. Wait till you get to the quarterback position. Ooh, it's only one of them. I get, mm. You make a case for wide receiver. You really Talk could. About it. You certainly could. Yeah. There's the de- like. I think we would all sit here right now and say you you don't have a clear cut number one guy. Mm-hmm. But we 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 like Deontay. We certainly think the potential and the talent is there. Chase Claypool, if if he can have a better season and you know look more like he did his rookie year at times than he than he did at, at, at points last year, and you add Pickens and you add Calvin Austin and hey, you claim Miles Boykin off waivers as well too. <sighs> I don't know though, man. I, I, I think I'm going to say safety. I really do okay. because you've got the All Pro caliber guy mm-hmm. that you could argue legitimately is the best at his position in the National Football League. And I know a lot of people don't feel this way, but you and I do. You've got Edmonds, who's been a four year starter, who has missed one game in those four years, who has not that he's a ball hawk, all right, but has added some of the splash play element to his game that we've all been asking for, has been huge, has been the catalyst of the Steelers' defense suddenly the last two seasons, not struggling to cover tight ends nearly as much as they used to, and he's a 100-tackle guy at that position where a a lot of times he is the last kind of safety blanket for a running back's turning a 7, 8, 9-yard run into an 18, 19, 20-yard run. I think I'm going to go safety. How you feel about the debt? Hmm. That's the question, right? Yeah. Because if we're only talking starters, that's different, right? Because it's true. we can make a case if we're only talking starters that it's hard like to it's find another combo the wide receiver Heisman, conversation, right? Because right? with the wide receivers, yeah. you don't have the Minka-type top-end talent. Right, right. But you've got four or five guys that you feel yeah. pretty darn good about. Right. But this is why I'm interested in, um, and that's why I asked about the depth, because if we're just talking top two guys, and this is talking the full group, starters and depth included, mm-hmm. because to me, Minka versus, Ed, I mean, Minka and Edmonds versus TJ and Highsmith, who would you roll with? See, that that was what I was thinking, too. I I've at least I I think Edmonds honestly a slight edge over Heisman. No 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 no. So so that's the group you would go with Minka and Edmonds. I would because have, it's a you know I'm saying Minka and Edmonds versus TJ Here's here's what I'm thinking of that then right. I would have TJ a, a half step above Minka. Okay. But I would have Edmonds a half step above Highsmith. Okay. <sighs> no, that's a good point by you. 
I might I might lean edge rusher though, honestly, yeah. because because again, just I mean, TJ Watt is the defensive player of the year. Reigning. And defended. I think I would be it, as much as you and I, you know, we've been even accused of being Edmonds defenders at times. Mm-hmm. I think that he is a very solid player, and yes. I'm happy that he's back with the Steelers. I don't know if he has a whole other level that he can get to. Correct. I, I like that I do angle. Look at, I did not I do think look of at that. Alex Heiss. Like, I think Edmonds has a very high yes. floor, but his ceiling is also what it is right now. I would agree. Alex Highsmith might not have the highest, the high floor, but he's got I a higher think his ceiling. He is could very still, high right his now. game could still go to another level. Where I don't, about, I don't think I can say that about Evans. And dude, think about when we were watching um, Highsmith last year during training camp, and we kept saying how this dude looked like he just took a next step. We said he was playing so much faster. He was looking just unblockable at times during training camp and in the preseason. And we saw how he, you know, emerged and continued his productive play and consistent play throughout the season, and just becoming a more impactful play in and play out player. I, I like for me, man, just thinking about what this next year is going to look like, man, I'm super excited for it. He's one of those guys, man. He's one of those guys. No, he absolutely is. And that's, and, and so maybe that's why, you know what? Maybe you've convinced me to, to change my answer, but the, the depth, the depth part of the equation is huge. The depth too, is because, real, man. Because, I mean, it's, it's a similar conversation at edge. Like, well, I say, what's the depth behind uh, the edge rusher? So you're talking Derek Tuska, you're talking um, John Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Who else am I forgetting? You're talking oh, Jannard Avery. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your two uh, undrafted. Oh, no, three undrafted guys. If I remember correctly, right? T. D. Moultrie, um, Tyree Johnson. That was a cat from Alabama. I mean, mm-hmm. from uh, AM, mm-hmm. and then oh my. Oh, here we go right here. Delonte Scott. He is okay. the other gentleman that is um that's in the outside linebacker room. So yeah. It's a whole lot of unproven names that I you would just agree. mentioned there. I would definitely agree. And in contrast to the safety position, the depth behind them, you're looking at um Carl Joseph, former hey. first round draft pick, WVU Mountaineer. You got Troy uh, um, Troy. <laughs> you got Trey Norwood. Excuse me on that former Man uh, about said Troy Palomalu over Man, there. seriously, right? I wish he was back here. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. hey. We'd be real good. That it, would be the answer. It would man. be no debate. It would <laughs> be, be no zero debate. debate. We'd be good, man. Yeah, but you got Trey Norwood um sitting back there as well. Uh Demonte uh Kazi. The safety mm-hmm. that we signed from uh, Atlanta mm-hmm. led the league in picks uh, was that three years ago I now, twenty eighteen. Yep, yep. Miles, yeah, yep. Miles Killebrew. Even though he doesn't really give you safety depth, special teams ace, mm-hmm. um, man, definitely helped us twice with you know did. block punts last year, man. Certainly did help and then, win uh, games last year. Literally. And then the, the the forgotten guy, man, but he's been quietly on this roster since last year as a undrafted free agent, Donovan Steiner. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about him, man. Mm-hmm. He's still been lingering out there. <sighs> But Jack can understand the the case behind feeling a lot more confident with the safety depth. Yeah. In contrast to feel better about Carl Joseph and Trey Norwood than, than yeah. uh, those those guys that you feel, feel a lot better about Demonte Kazi as well. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm looking at uh, Demonte. Excuse me. I'm looking at him versus you know Derek Tuska, and I'm like Derek has never led the league in sacks. Derek has never you know done anything to that extent same can be said about John Simon I think John is the best of the depth players for the outside linebackers you know well, I would say you most know complete got, yeah most like but they all have flaws and that's where I'm coming yeah. back to too with with this right so here's what I'm thinking now in the context of how we framed this conversation mm-hmm. is it fair to say okay what position could you most afford to lose a guy or two at and still be all right safety you could I don't think you could outside linebacker Wide receiver, I think you could. Mm, yeah, but I think the difference between – and the reason why I, I – and I'll give you my answer as well. Um, the reason why I lean a little bit more safety versus receiver is this. 
we're optimistic about George Pickens and Calvin Austin, but we have not seen them play a snap in the NFL. You're absolutely right. In the same way that we looked at, you know, any of these rookies that have come in and played for us in the past, no matter how high expectations are, we know it's a coin flip, legitimately a coin flip. That's why I couldn't sit here and say, well, yeah, George Pickens and Calvin Austin, because I'm very excited about them. I'm going to take their optimism over the productivity of DeMonte Kazi, over the fact that Carl Joseph has already played in the NFL and is a first round draft pick, not a second, not a fourth, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I thought of those type of things, man. And that was like the big thing that kind of deterred me from yep. going receiver because yep. I mean, on paper, the receiver room, I definitely think they have a chance to end the year as the like best group. Like if all group. goes well. They got a chance to, to, yes. to definitively be the best group. Yes. But I just think that they still, it's a lot of question marks there, man. Not crazy question marks, but I want to see what George and Calvin look like. We want to know, hey, man, is Chase going to take that next step? We want to know, hey, Deontay, we know you haven't been working here, but let's see what the improved looks like. What the improvement looks like. Are you worth what the money is? You let's know, see it all come together. Yeah, this let's year. see it completely and and consistently, a lot yep. more consistently. Yep. We don't think that that's asked for too much. In fact, we think it's very attainable. But at the same time, we're kind of like, hey, man, we got to be a little. You know, still got to be a little, a little cautiously optimistic about it. Yeah, no, I think that's fair, and mm-hmm. it is. Like I said, it's it's a good question because there is not there's not one obvious answer. You know, if if, if we would have been having this same conversation this time last year, I think everyone would have probably said wide receiver mm-hmm. because you would have still had Juju, you would have still had Deontay, you no, had Claypool coming you know off that massive said, that massive rookie season. See, I think outside linebacker also because we have Melvin Ingram or outside line. That's a great point too because yeah. Melvin Ingram would have been yeah. yeah. Well, I guess this time of year, but but going into the right, season, right? right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that's a, that's a great yeah, point by Melvin, you too. I mean, Melvin had the. I mean, the the thought was you know you have. You have two three, legit double-digit guys, yeah. and one guy that we think could very well right, tap into that right. in Highsmith. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good call by you. There's, there's, there's not those position groups that clearly jump out this year. I think you could certainly argue that they are more balanced across the board, mm-hmm. but there, there's not some of that same depth. I think that that you were thinking at, at certain positions, yeah. maybe offensive line. But again, we 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 have to, we see. Need to see it. For, for a lot of these guys, we don't know what position they're going to be. We've been talking about, hey, where, where you got James Daniels? Hey, where right. you got Mason Cole? Is he going to play center? What's going to happen with Kendrick Green? What's going to happen with Dotson? Like yeah. we we don't even know who the five are going to be yet, or exactly what positions all these guys are going to be playing. And, and we can say that we think that you know, based on the money and just the the higher quality of players that they brought into the O line, that we should see a better version of them. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still not a guarantee. We can't definitively just hang our hat and say, you know what? Yep, yeah, everything's going to work out just fine here. I do have some questions still, you know, in the sense of what's Chooks going to continue to look like in terms of his improvement on a plan and play out basis, especially now that he's compensated the way that he is and he does not have to look over his shoulder anymore. That's going to be a different experience for him. Dan Moore. We know you play well and you improve down the stretch as a rookie, but are you going to take a second year jump or are you going to kind of do what Dotson did where it was like we had these big expectations and then you kind of fall into the doghouse and ex- uh, to an extent and we're trying to figure out what is going on here. You know, why aren't you playing as consistently, as dominant as we expected sure, you to be playing? Sure. So you can go either way with it. And that's another reason why for me, I, I, like I said, I just can't put all my eggs in their basket just yet. And I ain't gonna lie, man, they gave me PTSD, man. The past two years, bro, man, the way they've been playing, I'm just like, look, man, I I, I, don't, I don't believe y'all. Y'all gotta show me. Okay? I, show it to I, me. Yeah, you gotta show it to me, man. All right? Yeah. Show it to me. Fool me once. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice. I'm, I'm like Mason Cole, James Dance. I'm like, I, I like the acquisitions. I know 
they weren't necessarily a part of highly successful units, but as individuals, they were really good players. But I still need to see what it looks like. Do we all mesh? Because as we've seen on numerous occasions, not just in Pittsburgh, but around the league, just because you bring in talent, if it, it still has to mesh, it still has to go. And that is something that we won't be able to know until they get out there. Ain't that the truth? Yes, indeed. We got a yes, couple tweet. We got a couple tweets about this. Well, let's talk about a little tweet, Daddy Dan. What's up? Uh, Daddy Lyles tweets us. What up, Daddy Lyles? Said the strongest position is tight end. Wallace said the same thing. Tight end. I mean, I like Pat Frymuth a lot, but then I'm looking out outside of that. I'm saying Zach Gentry. Um, like I think him. good player. Like him, yeah. I don't know if if I'm taking if we're especially when you're talking about just two and three people because it's Pat Frymuth, Zach Gentry, and then it goes Kevin Radar and Connor Hayward, who's a rookie, a late round rookie. So I feel like this really boils down to your top two guys. Pat, yes, Gentry, he's not moving my needle over TJ and Highsmith, over Minka and Edmonds. Shoot, I ain't gonna lie, I, I low-key like Miles and Devin as a as a collective yeah. versus Pat and Gentry because I think that... And you got Spillane there, yeah, you got Buddy Johnson there. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I like the tight end thought process, though, man, because Pat is definitely nice, nice, and he's ready to take that next step. I know he is, I man. agree with you on that. Sensei tweets us and says, come on, guys, the obvious answer has to be kicker. Well, see, if we were talking about one specific, yeah. like, yeah, but we don't call them kicker. We say they're specialists. Specialists. So who's in the specialist group? A kicker and a punter. Mm. Mm. I don't know if everyone's feeling the same way about the punter. Exactly. I like the return game. Gunner. Gunnar Oshesky, man, I like the Calvin all Calvin Austin might find you himself know? in that conversation. Yeah, but but I'm like, the punting situation, I'm not as confident on it, man. Like, just saying kicker is like if we just said, hey, center. I feel the most confident with center. It's like, nah, man, we said it's the group. It's the position group, man. It's yeah. O-line, D-line. No, I like right. the thought process, though. Since you must be hanging with West too long, man. That, that's, that's, right. a, that's, that's a West answer. We I like it, We're the real geniuses over yeah. here. Uh, Francis, last one here before we get a break. Tweets. I'm going to say receiver because they have at least two starters and good depth um, where it feels like the quarterback room has some depth but not necessarily a true starter yet. Defense mm. doesn't have the depth, but I think it's super close. Side note, it will be corner after they sign Bradbury. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Or what about if they sign Joe Hayden, although it doesn't seem like that's in the cards. Could be If they added one more to the cornerback room, I, I, I think you could make an argument for that. Oh, I hate to say it. If I had to choose between Joe and Brad, very oh, come on, don't do it. Nah, don't do it. Come on, come on, come on. We'll just go to break. I don't want to do that. We'll go to break first. <laughs> Rod Dollar says wide receiver or D line. Oh, now see, D, I would say D line if I knew definitively that Tua would be back. My only hangout with Tua is the last time Kevin Cobra spoke, which was, I believe, about a week ago. About a week when ago. When asked about Stefan Tua's availability and the likelihood of him returning. The goalposts shifted from, you know, the family stuff. It shifted from everything else to now he's still recovering from the knee injury that he had surgery on to begin the season last year. I just don't like where this is going, man. I feel like, you know, when we keep having these different things pop up like that, it just doesn't encourage me. It does make me feel very confident that Tua is going to be back in the way that we need him to be. We'll I think, see. I think at best you should be cautiously optimistic. Yes, yes. But yeah, when I heard when I heard you know that that he's still recovering from the knee injury, I'm just like, man, what what, what did you do? Cautiously cow. optimistic, but yeah. not much more. It's like driving through the work zone, Arthur mm-hmm. Motes. All right, 
you're hoping the highway is going to open up soon and you're going to be able to pedal to metal, mm-hmm. but you got to cautiously, you got to weave through that traffic and those yeah. cones and you got to be slow around all the construction workers and safe and watch the uh, the median, you know, mm-hmm. that you got no shoulder there now. Yeah, because I know you got a mean median in that mode too, man. Don't forget that range either. I'm with you yeah, on you that, You're driving man. that big body vehicle Come on, out man. There. I was talking about your car. Stop <laughs> playing, man. But we are going to go to break. But when we come back, man, we'll be joined by my locker mate, former <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers and West Virginia Mountaineer, Terrence Garvin, on the other line. So with that being said, it's Arthur Motes, West Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. 